Hey there, my name is Erin Deal, and I'm a half-Southern, half-Midwestern mama, some call this voice a nasal twang, who took $5,000 to build and scale a one-of-a-kind experiential organization that improves the lives of corporate professionals through personal development, humanity, and humor. Along the way, I've built client relationships with some of the most notable companies in the country, all while attracting a rock star team of experts and hilarious facilitators. Sounds pretty awesome, right? Well, what I didn't tell you is that my resume also includes a long list of comedy shows I bombed, improv teams I didn't make, companies who told me no, and many a heartache when it came to becoming a mother. I want to show you the real deal of the grit, creativity, and determination it takes to overcome your disappointments, embrace the suck, and design the career you could only dream about. I believe we all have our own unique gifts that we bring to the world, and it is our mistakes that help to unwrap them. Welcome to Failed It. I suck. Ugh. Honestly, why did I even try out for that? I know I'm better than Cheryl. How did she get it and not me? Ugh. I should have said something different. I mean, why did I even say that line? I made myself so sick to my stomach that I had the nervous poops. I'm never going to be good at this. I'm going to stop trying. But if I stop doing this, like what else will I do? Everyone knows this is my mission and goal right now. I told everyone. Over it. I'm done. Stick a fork in me. They don't deserve me anyway. I mean, I know. I know. I bet they didn't give me a spot because I'm too good and they don't want everyone else to feel bad about themselves. No, you dumb dumb. You suck. That's why Cheryl got in and you didn't. Ugh, Cheryl. (sighs) Welcome, failed it fam, to my inner monologue. Thoughts that have entered my own mind, things that I've journaled, things that have popped into this old noggin, and by the way, I changed Cheryl's name to protect the innocent. Now, even though I figured out how to use this microphone, hire an editor, thanks, Mike, and somehow allow my voice to come into your eardrums on a weekly basis, I've had some failed-it moments. A lot of failed-it moments. Now, when I'm here sharing my tips and my tricks with you, I'm giving you my best side. You know, the one that always has the best angle in the picture, always the one with like your hand on your hip with the best lighting. But I wouldn't be called keeping it real deal, but I know I gave myself that name for nothing if I didn't tell you about the real stinkers along my life's journey. So if you have listened to past episodes or if you know me in some way, shape, or form, you know I love myself some positivity. However, sometimes we have to take a look back at the negatives or the journeys that put those positive things into perspective. So, failed it fam. I thought that by sharing my failure resume with you, it would inspire you to create your own. Now, a lot of times when we are in the open wound of a failure, we cannot see outside to how this will actually heal us. That scar will be a story that we can share. And in that sharing, that's when we can really heal others. So friends, I'm opening up those old wounds. I'm ripping off the Band-Aid, and I'm giving you the stories inside of them because it's my hope that by doing this, 
you will do the same. Seeing how far we've come is a part of self-reflection, and it begins with identifying the hard stuff that has gotten us to the good. Now, okay, before we begin, I want you to know that we have created a failure resume template for you. So if you want your own, you can go to the show notes, you can click the link, um, and you will receive one via email to follow along. Or if this episode inspires you to create your own failure resume template after, even freaking better. Just know that we have a resource for you if you want it. Okay. So I've stalled long enough. The discomfort I'm feeling right now is most likely gas. And I'm also sweating under my armpits because I've truly nailed it in the failed it department. Some may say I am a failure expert. Ugh, okay, I'm digressing. Without further ado, here it is. My failure resume. Education. If you take a look at the template, we start off where most normal resumes start off, which is education. That's right, where I got the old cap and gown. I received a degree in partying and a minor in fun. First on my list, on my failed it resume, that is, UNC Chapel Hill. Now, I was supposed to be a talk show host, duh. And what does a talk show host need? A degree in journalism. So with my 3.4 high school GPA and an average at best ACT score, I applied to UNC Chapel Hill. So must have Ellen DeGeneres because ya girl did not get in. Next. Now, there was a point in life where I thought I would want a master's degree. And what's funny about that is that I'm horrible at math. So this 20-something post-college grad thought she could just pick up and teach herself GRE math in a month. I literally bought the book GRE for Dummies. Now, that is a real book, and it was made for me. I also thought that I would be a great fit at Northwestern University's Medill School of Journalism. Now, again, I was chasing that Oprah dream, and Northwestern was all, girl, you're Ricky Lake at best. So for my younger failed at fam, give Ricky Lake a Google. What a gal. I did not get in. Next. Now, there was also a point later in my 20s that I thought I wanted to go back to school and become a speech pathologist. Now, after doing a job shadow in a university for one day, I realized that I would have to be in a hospital for part of my training. Now, as someone who literally passes out at the sight of her own skin, knee, I decided that this wasn't the best choice, and I ended up deferring my application. Next! So, failed a fam, I'm going to just stop there four bullets on the old failed it resume. Think about the degrees you didn't get. Remember the rejection letters? Remember how much it totally smelled like formunga cheese when you were told no? This isn't the right fit for you. That mess stinks. It hurts so bad in that moment. There is no way around it. Now, I want you to think about the education you did get. The place that told you, yes, you belong here. What happened from that? Did you meet an awesome group of friends? Did the things you learned take you in another direction that now has impacted your life for the better? Did you decide that you're really into sports? Did you decide, yes, this is what I want to do with my life? Did you meet your husband, your wife, or your lifelong partner? 
Or did by just going to that place, did you meet a friend who introduced you to that person? Perhaps you didn't get an education and life took you in an opposite direction. Instead of school, you started your own business or you found a job that you loved. I want to give you a fun fact. I did not get into the school that's on my normal resume, Clemson University, the first time I applied. So I actually have a degree from Clemson, but I didn't get in when I applied. So I actually appealed their rejection. That's right. They were not going to tell me no. Uh, I was supposed to wear orange and purple, and I was supposed to dance for their football and basketball teams and be a communications major. That, That was right. So I had my student government, and yes, you heard that right, Um, my student government advisors write letters of recommendation. I wrote a very compelling argument of why I should get in, and guess what? I got in. Freshman year, first semester. If I did not go to Clemson, I would not have met the friend who introduced me to John, aka my hubs, or have the soul sisters that are still my best friends today. I wouldn't have the network that allowed Improve It to expand to the Southeast. I wouldn't be able to recite communicational theories off the top of my head. And I wouldn't be able to say Clemson and national championship in the same sentence. And yes, that was a humble brag for all you college football fans out there. So I want you to look at the opportunities that once felt like failures and like Beyonce, who comes up a lot in this podcast, I want you to see those lemons as lemonade. Because without those hashtag fails, we wouldn't get to where we're supposed to be today. Pretty interesting, right? Like, I I truly believe this to the core of who I am, that every failure leads to some greater opportunity. Walter Brunel said, failure is the tuition you pay for success. Write that one down and circle it. Because failed it, fam. It is so stinking true. Let's go to the next section on our failed it resume, which is awards and achievements I did not receive. Okay, this could be a two-hour episode, but I'll give you the highlight reel of the awards and achievements that I didn't get. Just because I know you're on your run, you're driving, you're taking a walk, and you need to get to it. But this list is long. The ones that I think you will find most interesting are that I run a company that uses improvisational comedy for business, and I've literally been rejected from every major stage many times. That's right. So when I was studying improv, I auditioned for a coveted spot at Second City three times. And every time I thought this was it, turns out my time never came because I didn't get a spot at Second City and inspired me to look into other training at schools in Chicago. So I went to the IO Theater. I took a year and a half of classes and thought I would easily make a sought-after Herald team. Okay, this is a a team that you see on stage when you go watch um, at that theater. And it turns out I did not make it. I was upset, but I knew that I had more work and more learning to do. So I went to another school to train, the Annoyance Theater. Now, at the annoyance, there is no team to make. So I relished in this. Now, they have a saying there to stick to your shiitake mushrooms. And because I was a character actress, I tended to go really big on stage. Very shocking to a lot of you, I know. But this phrase made so much 
sense to me. Stick to your shiitake, okay? We'll say shiitake so I don't have to change the rating of this podcast. So if you're playing a super weirdo, be a super weirdo. Stick to it. So I leaned into this theory and I leaned into the annoyance and this is truly where I found my voice. So I think it's also important to note that these achievements were what I thought I had to master in order to build the business improvement that we have today. All of this happened about 10 years ago when I was a mid-20ish gal with a dream. And this dream of building improve it was so real to me. And I thought, if I can't build improve it, if I don't have a prestige stage credit to my name, the improv community is going to think I'm a fraud. And what do I even know about building a company? How am I going to attract this top talent, these improv professionals, If I'm not in one of these stages, and how in the world am I even going to teach? It turns out that being on stage at any one of these theaters would have just pushed back my starting timeline of creating improvement. Now, because I failed at achieving status at one theater, it pushed me to go to another school to learn all the schools of thought in a very short period of time. So along the way on this journey, I met people who would help improve it down the road. So Christy, our director of talent and one of the funniest girls I know, was in my class at I.O. And she was one of the very first people I told this idea to about building improvement. And she was the very first person to say, yes, she has literally been with me since day one. And because of her, we had so many other great improv professionals and facilitators say yes in the beginning of building improvement. Another one of our facilitators, Patrick, was in my classes, and he brought me some of our other favorite people to the group, and it just continued to build from there. Great people, no great people. And with these two people that believed in this idea, we built a really awesome group of individuals who I call my friends and family and who helped facilitate all of our trainings. So I also met uh, comic Josh Johnson, who's on episode six of this podcast during my time at the Annoyance Theater. And to have a front row seat to watch his career explode is amazing. And by the way, he has several Comedy Central and Netflix specials out. And he's also a writer and on tour with Trevor Noah. Hey, Failed It fam. Are you a leader for a small or large team that's stuck working from home? Are you missing the in-office happy hours or training sessions that allow people to interact and get to know each other? Are you sick of staring at a spreadsheet and you want something that will not only enhance team morale, but also build soft skills? Then Improve It has your back. We've pivoted all 11 of our in-person soft skill training workshops to this virtual environment. Using Zoom, we'll create a memorable hour and a half experience that can train your team on things like effective communication, leadership, thinking quickly on your feet, presentation skills, and networking all in this virtual environment. Leading a team of interns, let us wow them with our Career 101 workshop. Leading a sales team who's figuring out how to cold call or even warm call in this virtual world, have our team of improv professionals facilitate our sales training workshop. 
If this is the spice that your team needs to get out of this work from home rut, email us at info at learn to improve it.com. Again, that's info at learn to improve it.com and that's to improve it.com. Or you can head to our website, learn to improve it.com to learn more. We would love to help you improve your it virtually, whatever your it might be. Another huge success of these failures was the fact that because I didn't put all of my eggs in one basket, I had multiple views of improv, which has ultimately helped me understand much more as an art form. So I also went on to be cast in an ensemble at a small black box theater called Under the Gun, where I created, performed, and co-produced a show with Improve It's director of operations, Allie Keller. We met there. So Allie was my first hire at Improve It. Um, And honestly, without running the show, Will You Accept This Rose, an improvised parody of The Bachelor. And yeah, you heard that right. And we actually had um, contestants from the show itself come to our improvised show. I would not have met the integrator to my innovator. Allie and I truly share a brain that complements each other. So if I was at one of these other stages, I would have never gone to under the gun and I wouldn't have this opportunity to meet Allie. Now, I want you to think about what awards or achievements are on your failure resume. Now, seriously, if you didn't print off the template we have for you, I want you to take a moment, pause the show, and I want you to write them down in the notes section of your phone. This is important, and we will get to the why of why this is so important very soon. Now, the next thing is not on the template, but it's just something I wanted to add for fun. I think this is important for you to know. Jobs I failed at, okay? So when I was 25, I legit went through a quarter-life crisis. The guy I had been dating for five years long distance, we broke up. The next day, I went to get in my car, and it, okay, actually, it was my brother's car, um, and I kept it for him in Chicago and parked it for him. I went to go get in it, and it was stolen, legit stolen off the streets. I then drove in a cab, taxi cab, no Ubers back then, to my job doing PR at a children's theater company, only to realize that my boss was a huge creep. He actually asked me to go away with him that weekend to get over the loss of said boyfriend. So realizing quickly that these were not ideal working conditions, I quit. So in a matter of legit 24 hours, I lost my longtime boyfriend, my car, and my job. The only thing that I had to my name was the apartment lease and rent that was due. Also, did I mention that all of this happened during the recession? Cue the list of odd jobs that I completely sucked at that paid said rent. One, dog diving competition. Yes, this is a real thing. As a tour manager for the dog diving competition, I toured the country's state fairs with the sponsor of said dog diving competition. I set up tents in these fairs, and I encourage people to learn about the sponsor while dogs jumped off a long ramp into a pool of water to catch a frisbee. 
This was legit my Thursday through Monday for five months. Different fares every weekend. I don't mean to brag, but I have tasted every funnel cake at almost every state fair in the country. And Minnesota State Fair, you take the cake, pun intended. Ah, which leads me to my next job. Family. Failed it, fam. This is my proudest moment. I was a cellulite sucking model. Okay, again, no one likes a bragger, but in my 20s, I was a good 25 to 30 pounds heavier than I am now. I truly hated working out, and I really enjoyed food and fermented beverages, preferably of the fermented grape kind. Now, actually, back then, I don't even think I really drank wine. Jaeger bombs were more of my accoutrement paired with a fried potato, a.k.a. a tater tot, and the finest meat that Duffy's Bar and Grill could sear, a.k.a. a burger. So naturally, when I found out that I could lay on a table at a medical trade show and have a machine legit laser the cellulite off my thighs, I signed up. It paid well, too. And the best part was when I saw my friend who worked in the medical field walking the trade show floors, I played dead. Legit turned my head so she couldn't see me. Like, I legit played dead. Now, after three days of cellulite sucking bliss, and I swear I could not tell a difference, um, I stood to make around $800. Now, score, okay? I couldn't wait for this to hit the old bank account. The best part, here it is. It never did. No, it didn't. So after a thorough Google search, I found that the marketing company I worked at was known for scamming. I didn't work there. This was a gig, by the way. So the company I was working this particular gig for. So I even sent them a fake attorney letter to them and I never received the payment. I never received the gains of my cellulite sucking nap. And until years later, when I actually learned how to properly fuel my body, and then actually move it to lose weight. That's what I had to do. In order to lose weight, you just have to eat the things that are good for you and move your body more. What? Who knew? Anyway, my final job that I sucked at was becoming a Tamagotchi toy. Well, at least this one was anonymous. And when I say becoming a Tamagotchi toy, I was seriously a Tamagotchi toy mascot at the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago. Um, I would put on my costume and I would even smile inside this costume when I took pictures with kids. And of course, they couldn't see me through the mask. I even had a fan in the top part of the mask to keep me cool. So for $20 an hour, I would rule the fish school and I would give moms a two-minute break while their kids ran over to me and took a picture. Why was I bad at this, you ask? I legit smiled for every photo. They could not see my face. And not to mention, I have to pee all the time. Not conducive for someone who wears a helmet with a fan in it and a huge pair of furry trousers. So, failed it fam, why do I tell you this? I want you to try this. I want you to write out the jobs that you failed at next to your failure resume. It's truly a reminder of how far you've come. And if nothing else, it will give you a huge, huge laugh. Now, next on your failed at resume, there's things that I did not get to in the past five years. Here's just a quick rundown of what I did not get to do in the past five years. 
I launched an in-person improv course with no marketing at all. And this was early in my Improve It Says. And somehow two people on the internet found me and I ended up giving them private coaching instead. I applied for the Tory Burch Foundation Scholarship and I applied three times, such a rigorous process, did not get in. I did not receive the baby I wanted when I wanted it. And I did not get the year that I wanted for 2020, which was an expansion to Atlanta, a full workshop calendar of in-person events, and a list of keynotes across the country. But because of these fails, here are the things I did get. A want and a desire to learn how to market myself and company effectively. I devoured podcasts, I Googled, and I even took courses. Now, instead of becoming a Tory Burch scholar, I had the opportunity to join the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program, where I was really able to make a growth plan for our business. Awards are just pats on the back. You don't need them to keep making an impact. And because of that, because I went through that 10,000 Small Business Program, I had the best growth plan in place for our business. We brought on a new team member, and they were able to run the business without me, which allowed me to bring the most incredible son into the world. I will share with you that full story of infertility one day, failed pregnancy tests, IVF cycles, transfers. That's an entire episode. But that is what happened because of the fails that I did not get. Now, looking at your template, the last thing that's there are the skills that you can work on. And here are some skills. You know how a normal resume has skills or skills that you can do well. These are the skills that you can work on. I want you, as I'm going through mine, to think about yours. My skills are listening and shutting up, staying calm and focused in stressful situations, not giving a poop. I've mostly conquered this, but I have my moments and patience. Special skills I should work on, four of them right there. What are yours? I want you to think about it. And I want you to know this is my failed it resume. Why is it so important for you to create yours? By completing this exercise, you will see how far you've come and realize the gifts. I'm doing air quotes in each. Remember in improv, we say there are no mistakes, only gifts. I want you to look at your past failures. Each door that closed or each sucky job led you to something better. Each award you didn't receive was because there was another reward coming your way from the universe. The strands of our quote unquote gifts led us to one big present. And yes, that was a play on words. In this present moment, we are able to see how failing it turns into nailing it. How that when we fall down, it's up to us to rise again. If we can really see the lessons learned in each failure, we can really start to see those fails as gifts. So here's what I want you to do after you've completed your failure resume. Look at each failure. What gift did that bring your life? What lesson did you learn? How can you fail today? Because failure means that you are trying. And if you're in a rut and you can't see out of a particular gift, I want you to Google this. I want you to type this exact phrase in your search browser. The most successful failures. 
You are not alone, friends. The most successful people in the world have failed more times than they've succeeded. I want you to hang your failed at resume as a badge of honor near your desk, put it on your fridge. If you're fancy, put it even on your wine fridge and then celebrate it every single day because you, my friend, have failed it and you will continue to do so. That failing it turns into nailing it every single time because you have tried. I am so proud of you, Failed It fam. So proud. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Failed It. I'm so happy you're along for the ride. And if you enjoyed today's show, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Wednesday. I'll see you next week, but want to leave you with this thought. What will you fail at today and how will that help your future successful self? Think about it. I'm proud of you and you are totally failing it. See you next time.